Hello, and welcome to another episode of Collective Crew. I'm Kyla. And I'm Heidi. And today's episode is going to be on confidence, self-esteem, and arrogance. Yes, I'm so excited about this. Same. I know it's something that we've both struggled with in our younger selves and probably still currently today because I think everybody does at some point. Right. And I think it's just changed. Like it's with different things that we struggle with. You get better at certain things. Yes. You get more confident, right? (laughs) Yeah. You get more confident. You get better at having confidence and growing your confidence in certain things. Yeah. So first off, I just wanted to kind of define what confidence exactly is. Um, It's your belief in yourself and your abilities. So simple, but so complicated. (laughs) Exactly. So Heidi, what what does confidence mean for you? Confidence to me is just what you said, like having that belief in yourself um, and just having more grace with yourself and learning. Like everything is just a learning process, being able to admit when you're wrong and to learn and grow from that. And it's hard to do. But and to keep going, like to get back up and try it again. But to me, that's what confidence is. And, and really just being okay with that and being okay with the process of how we build it. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, we'll touch a little bit later on in self esteem. But the difference between the two is, um, you know, you can still be confident in your abilities to accomplish something and have low self-esteem. Just because you're confident in doing something doesn't mean that you feel good about yourself doing it. Um, so learning that there is a difference between the two, um, how to build on each of those as individual things too. Right. Like if somebody says like, oh, they're such a confident person, they might be noticing that they do you know a handful of things really well and therefore they see them as confident but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have high self-esteem like they're yeah that person could successful people Mm -hmm. yeah they could be struggling internally so bad like you don't you don't know how they feel about themselves right and like we get comfortable doing the repetition of the same thing over and over we're confident it's like oh i've done this a thousand times i'm confident in what I'm doing, but do I necessarily have confidence in myself like all around or do I have good self-esteem? Yeah, because just for an example, look at how many actors there are that they're so incredibly confident in what they do as far as being on screen. And then they've even taken their own lives because their self-esteem was so low. They just didn't see a purpose and they didn't feel good enough about themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times in my mind growing up, it's thinking, oh, I don't want to be arrogant. And that, like I said earlier, the, the confidence is being able to admit when you're wrong and learn from that and try again and grow. And arrogance wouldn't be that way. It would just be like, oh, I don't care about anybody else. I'm not thinking about anybody else, just myself. That mm-hmm. is like the arrogance and you know, like, uh, getting into slippery slope of becoming like a narcissist. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because that, that, those behaviors can lead to narcissism for sure. And I, I completely agree with you. I know growing up, um, 
I wasn't really supported in being confident about myself because it was more taught to me that I shouldn't be arrogant. And I'm so glad that the mindset is changing with so much as society progresses because I want my daughter to feel confident. I want to encourage her. I want her to feel those things. And I don't think by me encouraging her, her feeling confident about herself is going to lead to arrogance. And you're, you're so right when you say you feel, you know, that was a fear. Cause that is even for mine today. Like if I feel confident, I'm like, Oh, I don't want people to think I'm big headed or I'm this or I'm that. And it's like, yeah. Or no. stuck up like, Oh, they're just, you know, like untouchable. Like you're in this confidence bubble and you just have it all going on. Yeah. And just because you're confident, it doesn't mean that you think that you're better than somebody else. It's just, you're confident in your ability to, to accomplish something. Yeah. It's not a comparison. Yeah, and who doesn't want to feel confident, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, if you could choose, would you want to choose to be confident or to feel insecure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's definitely like, you know, we teach confidence, but then at the same time, you know, don't be too confident. Like, you don't want to be arrogant. You know, you, you still want to be humble. So it's kind of like a, a hard a hard line I guess if you think about it. I think so. But I think if we just learn towards teaching our children and our youth more so to be confident, there would be less issues. I don't, I think that it would have to go quite far for it to turn into, you know, getting into like the narcissism, like you talked about, you know, or the arrogance, because I think it's such a bigger issue, the lack of confidence than it is the opposite. You know, we have more way more of society lacking confidence than being arrogant you know for me it's it's like that I wasn't even aware of that I'm thinking that though like oh yeah you know I want to be confident I want to be confident but you don't want to go overboard and it's like are you even aware of that battle of back and forth in your mind like are you holding Mm. yourself back because you're worried about being arrogant 100% 100% I can say yes <laughs> yeah like we teach yep. it, we teach it it's like have it but not too much but it's like well what's the right amount and I don't mm-hmm. think there's necessarily a right amount I think it's pretty hard to go on the on the arrogant like the narcissist side but it's like just being able to admit when you're wrong and like you're wanting to be better you're wanting to grow and like you have like good reasons for wanting confidence mm-hmm yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, I know a lot of people's social, uh, social insecurities are kind of higher right now with the past couple of years. And I think everybody goes through them, you know, as you're growing up, especially like teenage years, and you kind of learn tools. And a lot of people don't ever learn how to have the social confidence and it can be hard as as you grow up and you get older and you see people that you think have so much more confidence than you do. And then you're like, Oh, I'm behind or, and then you just label yourself like, Oh, I'm just, I'm, I don't talk to strangers or I'm uh, insecure about this or, you know, too worried about what people are going to think about me or what they're going to say. Or if I say something stupid, like just that social confidence is such a huge part (laughs) because it's learn a skill like oh I'm really good at painting or 
building something but there's the social is like it's an unknown Mm-hmm. And I think that one misconception when we're younger that we have is that everybody else is thinking the way that we're thinking about things. And that's so untrue because yeah. everybody, and I tell my daughter this all the time, everybody's worried about themselves. Just like you're worried about yourself and how you're going to appear to other people, everybody else is doing the same thing. And guess what? You're the person that worries the most. Like nobody else is really even paying attention because everybody's so worried about how they're being perceived, you know? Yeah. It's so true. You hear you, everyone has heard that. Oh, everyone's mm-hmm. worried about themselves. Like they're not thinking about you, but it's mm-hmm. still sometimes so hard to believe it. You're like, no, no, mm-hmm. they really are thinking about me. Like this is a yeah. big thing that just happened and they are thinking about it. Yeah. And I mean, they're not. And and that's the best piece of advice I could give to my younger self is to just not care. Because the thing is, is the most important thing is what you think about yourself. Because when you start thinking positive things about yourself, you're portraying that. And then that is self-confidence. And then people do see you as a confident person. Yeah. And, and being confident, I think, to bust the myth, it doesn't mean like perfection. No, doesn't it doesn't mean that you have it all figured out or that you don't ever have a struggle here and there like every single person does you could be the most confident person and you're still going to have thoughts every now and then of insecure Mm -hmm. things. And I think the more you're in the public eye, the more that fosters, you know, I think a lot of times people look at like, you know, great writers or public speakers or celebrities or whoever they look up to. And they think that those people, you know, don't experience that. And studies have shown that psychologically, they actually have more of those issues because you're getting, you know, you're getting noticed more. You're, you're yeah, the like pressure's judged. on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, comparing yourself to others never does any good. I know we all know that, but I mean, it, it's just, it, it is like I've said before, comparison is the thief of joy and it's going to rob you of your confidence every time. And just because somebody else is farther along in their journey, that doesn't mean that they deserve to be more confident than you are, you know, right. um, you, you can still be confident in the choices that you're making on a daily basis that you're going to get to point A, you know, maybe not in the same fashion that they did, but you'll get there, you know, and Um, when we're comparing ourselves like that it's just taking away from that it's yeah it's so true like just because you're not feeling 100% confident doesn't mean that everyone else around you is or vice versa like if you're really confident it doesn't mean that the other people are less confident yes like we tend to view it as that like oh well I I'm insecure about this and so that means everybody else is is probably not that way like I'm alone in how I feel and you know, because you're seeing this person, this person do this or do that. Oh, they're fine. They're not thinking about it or worried about it. And maybe they're not. And maybe they are. But it doesn't matter. Like that whole comparison, like just stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, of- it doesn't correlate to your direct feelings, how they're feeling, you know, so yeah, and it doesn't mean and it's and it's free, like anybody can be as confident as they work at being if they want to. Mm hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, Let's turn the page a little bit and talk about 
what you think um i know you said it's like a dangerous line between you know the two but like what would you consider a thought process of it look like bleeding into arrogance like when would you feel like it would be time to check yourself um the first thing i think about is my son he loves basketball and he has a lot of um confidence and passion about it naturally and the thing that i worry about is you know if he is playing a game and he makes a shot or he doesn't and and he's saying like oh no i made it and it's like no or whatever it is if you're get, if you're getting to the point where you know that you that it's wrong or that you messed up and not being able to acknowledge that that's where i worry it's like you're so confident and you're doing a great job. But if you can't acknowledge like, oh, you know what? I was wrong or I messed up. Let me make that right. Or, or, oh, you know what? That just came out wrong. And I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Like whether mm -hmm. what you're saying or what you're doing, just noticing that, that you still have room for error. That mm -hmm. you're not, that you're, that you're not going to be holding fast to like, oh no, nope, I, I, I'm the best and I'm, I did this and nope. <laughs> Maybe taking accountability. Like, yeah, taking accountability and, and notice admitting when you, when you mess up. And not placing blame. I know I played a lot of sports growing up and that was, I mean, I think, you know, no matter what sport you're involved in, you're going to come across somebody that has, you know, a little bit of arrogance and, and, nothing is ever their fault. Even when it goes right. wrong, you know, they're going to place that blame on another teammate or, you know, I missed that shot because of the pass that you gave yeah, to me. Or like, or, that was a foul. That was a foul for sure. You know? Yes. Yes, for sure. So outside of sports, um, cause I know that's an easy one to recognize, but life in general, what would you say? Um, I would probably just go with like, if you, if you don't know something, just not being like a, a know-it-all when you know deep down like that maybe you don't know something or that you have room to learn mm -hmm. and being open about that, being okay with that. Whether you're talking with somebody about a topic that you feel really confident in and, you know, you're saying something that it's like, oh, well, I don't really know that for sure, so I'm not going to push the issue. Mm-hmm. I know from personal experience, this is something I did when I was a lot younger and I have really, I, I don't even remember like how I got called out on it. If it was somebody else or if it was just myself or if I noticed this trait in other people and I didn't really particularly care for it. But um, I remember when somebody would say something or ask a question about, you know, a subject or topic. I would try to kind of BS my way through it, like if uh -huh. I knew the answer. And I think that we've all probably done that at times. Oh, yeah. And like in my early 20s, I would do that. And then I one day, I don't know, like I said, I don't know what happened, but um, I became like hyper aware that I was doing that. And then it made me become very aware of other people doing that. And then you can like your, your BS monitor starts to go <laughs> off, right? Like when somebody's talking, you're like, 
okay, I can tell, like, they don't really know. And so that's another thing, too, I think, is arrogance, is, like, thinking, like you said, being a know-it-all, but, like, speaking upon topics that you really don't. There's nothing wrong. You're you're not looked at as less of a person just because you don't know something yet. Like, there's so many things yeah. to know out there. And if you have knowledge on something, yes, put that confidence in place and speak away, but also knowing to refrain at what time so that you don't come across as arrogant or quote unquote know it all, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, growing up so many times, it was like somebody asked a question or, or we have a problem and we're trying to figure out this or figure out that it's like, oh, well just do this and do that. And, and I know, I know the answer. Like, and it's almost like the people pleaser comes out a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to be helpful. I want to like help solve this problem. So just do it this way. Like I know what to do. Just do this. Mm-hmm. And, but, and my way is the right way. And and there's no other way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in that moment, like acknowledging, you know what, let me take a step back. Cause actually I have no freaking clue either. <laughs> I know it's funny that you say that. Cause as I've gotten older, I feel like I kind of went through the same process and sometimes it just feels really good to be like, I don't know. Uh-huh. And like, it's just I, it. that's yep. it. It's okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yep. I wish I had the answer to that, but you know what? I don't know. Let's Google. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you don't have to spend all the energy like BSing your way through or just trying to like make it work or figure it out or be right. Well, and then I think at the same token, when you're doing that, it actually lowers your self-esteem because, and that might be what leads into like narcissism as well, because you, you know, internally that you're not being truthful. Right. And so then it's kind of knocking, you know, your self-confidence down because you're like pretty much putting it in your face that you're having to lie or make stuff up or whatever you want to call it, you know? Um, and then it makes you feel worse about yourself because you're like, man, I just tried to make these people. And then you're second guessing. Did they really believe me? Did I just sound like I'm full of crap? Opened like, up a whole know. nother area of yes. security. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there's nothing wrong with being confident that you don't know. That's a that's a good way to be confident is just, you know what? I'm confident in that I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I like, don't know or, the answer. Or my, my best guess would be this. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. Like we don't mm-hmm. have to take everything on ourselves and be responsible and figure everything out and have all the answers and know how to do everything the right way. And yeah, it's, that's definitely something I've gone through as well. Yeah, for sure. So I think we've covered confidence pretty good. Um, the difference between that and self-esteem kind of, you know, stepping in, we already talked about the difference, but stepping deeper into self-esteem. Um, I think self-esteem, when we have higher self-esteem, um, we not only feel better about ourselves, but I think our like ability for resilience is even higher because things don't bother you as much, right? Like when you're confident yeah. or you have high self-esteem in it, um, you're able to bounce back from maybe criticism or, you know, even if it's a positive criticism, you know, you don't take it so internally because you have self-esteem and you know that there's a possibility that, you know, you're not the best at this or, oh, you could use some some constructive criticism, you know? Um, And upon my research, I also found that brain scan studies show that when our self-esteem is higher, we are likely to experience common emotional wounds such as rejection and failures as less painful and recover more quickly. We are also less vulnerable 
vulnerable to anxiety and we release less cortisol in our bloodstream when under stress. So we all need that. Yes. So it's not, it's not even just from a mental perspective, physically too, you know, you're going to be better off if you can work on that self-esteem and that self-confidence. Yeah. And I think how we talked about like not trying to, you know, makeshift everything and have all the answers all the time, that's going to relieve so much stress, which is going to help increase your self-esteem. Yeah. And if something like that bothers you that you really don't know the answer, that's a perfect opportunity to educate yourself you know um and so i think that that also and then once you educate yourself what does that lead to more self-confidence you know so yeah so do you think like having you know building confidence is going to help your self-esteem like how does that work like which one do you think comes first i think that probably confidence just because if you are confident in your ability to do something you can improve your self-esteem you're confident to go out and do it and the more you do it the more self-esteem you can build on that you know right I agree yeah the self-esteem is something that's built over a longer period of time through little bouts of confidence building blocks Yes, for sure. And I think that an important thing to share today is how to build self-esteem to foster that. So um, I know a lot of people are all about like affirmations. We've talked on previous episodes about affirmations. We're big on affirmations, but I also wanted to be clear on um, how actually to use those correctly because if you're not using affirmations correctly they can actually cause your self-esteem to go lower so when you're making a statement an affirmation instead of saying like today I'm going to be great um because not not every day you're gonna feel great or you're going to be great but maybe changing it to I'm going to persevere until I'm great you know so that way you're on the pathway and you're making your brain wave you're training it to start to think that way instead of thinking I am that way right and and another one to add would be setting an intention like my intention today is to be great Mm -hmm. so it's like you're inviting yourself to do it and and to learn and to notice and be aware of the things that are making you feel great in that day yeah, and not so much a black or white, I conquered this or I did not. Yeah, because you know? what does your brain have to build on if you're saying, I am great? Mm-hmm. It's like looking for support, like because of what? Like what What are you, there's so many things, but it's like we need to be aware and acknowledge what exactly is making us feel that we are great today. Mm-hmm. Is that and- your intention? Why? Yeah. And where we at, like realistically on our journeys for those things, because, you know, something that I've talked about before, I'm working on competing in a bodybuilding show and it wouldn't make much sense for me to place an affirmation that I am a bodybuilder. I mean, yes, technically what I'm doing, working out, building my body, I am, but I'm not a qualified bodybuilder so maybe changing my affirmation or my intention to be I'm working on becoming a qualified bodybuilder so it's just about how you frame those things in your mindset yeah like every day I am working at becoming a bodybuilder yeah for sure Um, And I think it's also important to identify your strengths and to develop them further that's going to help with your self-esteem so you know like 
something that I enjoy doing is cooking. So if you enjoy that and you want to build your self-esteem, maybe have a dinner party and invite your friends over, you know, they're going to give you compliments. They're going to give you feedback or whatever on, you know, your passion. And that's going to help build your self-esteem. Same if maybe you're a runner, like enter some races, you know, train for those. And that's going to build your self-esteem because you already know you're good at it. You're confident in your abilities. And the better you do, the more self-esteem you're going to gather around that. So I think just fostering those feelings about, you know, yeah, your, like your doing strengths. your hobbies, like yeah, whatever your hobbies are, doing them are going to naturally help increase your self-esteem. For sure. Yep. And then I think too, like going a little bit back to like the affirmations, um, just affirming to yourself that you're worthy and you're valuable, you know, because I think that like when you're rejected, for instance, like that's a big blow to your self-esteem, right? Like whether it be from like friends or a spouse or a date or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that 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 we can use that as a good opportunity to build self-esteem instead of letting us down. So like, say, you know, Heidi, that you were rejected by a friend, maybe something that you could do is sit down and list five qualities that you possess that might be very useful to a different friend, you know, just because that person didn't appreciate you for who you were in the moment, you know, the same with even like a job, like say you didn't get a promotion or you didn't get the job that you wanted, you know, maybe listing five qualities about yourself that would be good for a a future job or a different employer you know Um, yeah that's a good idea yeah just kind of combating that negative self-esteem with some positive affirmations on why you're worthy of things because just because something didn't work moment doesn't mean you're not worthy of it yeah I think that's a lot like our self-worth should be like in an untouchable bubble (laughs) like Mm self-esteem is different like don't don't let things that cause your self-esteem to go up and down change your value and your worth of yourself. Yeah, because once you change that value of your worth, your self-esteem isn't going to change like on a daily basis. It's just not because you're going to have that self-esteem and confidence to know your worth and to know who you are. And I think that's when you truly achieve, you know, a good level of self-esteem is when it doesn't change from moment to moment based on circumstances. Right. Like you said, like if something happens where you're having negative feelings that are, you know, hurting your feelings and making uh, yourself feel lower self-esteem, stop and take a moment into account and, and look at the things that are making you feel bad and change them. Look at the positive because we all have the positive. We don't have to accept the negative things that we're thinking instantly. No. And, and that bleeds into like getting rid of, you know, self-criticism or ridicule. Um, I think that you need to stop and think about how you talk to yourself and, you know, picture your friend. If that same instance happened to your friend, what would you say to your friend? Whatever you're going to say to your friend, you need to say that to yourself because we're so much more compassionate with other people than we are with ourselves. Yeah. Or even like if you have a child or even just a young child, whether you're related to them or not, like what kind of things would you say to them? We're so Mm -hmm. much more uh, kind to young kids and we all have that inner child still within ourselves. And a lot of things that hit us as a trigger are are hitting that inner child. So how would you respond to a child who is having the feelings that you're having? 
that's yeah, a, if that's a really good place to start. Yeah, if your son went out for the basketball team and he didn't make it, are you going to ridicule him and tell him how worthless he is? No, you're going to support him and tell him, you know, like he's worthy of that and it didn't happen this time, but try again. So speak to yourself like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay to acknowledge like, yeah, that that really sucks. That must feel pretty crappy to not make it. And and that's okay. And and then we can take that time to feel that and then move on. Yep. Um. So let's go and talk about 10 things that can build our confidence. Okay. So Kyle and um, I have come up with this list, 10 things to build confidence together. Yes. Yes, we sure have. So start us out with number one. So number one is conquering your inner critic. And we talked a little bit about that just now, um, talking yourself up. And it's okay to use those affirmations like for the small pushes that we need, but really having that good self-talk and affirmations that really make sense and make you feel good, like that you can do it are critical because they're going to get you through the long haul. Yeah. Uh, Number two is reflect on your accomplishments. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything better out there than like, you know, taking the time to like dote on yourself a little bit, because what's going to build more confidence than that, you know, is like, okay, I am capable. I have done this in the past. I've accomplished, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I think that goes for two things. Like, if you're doing something that's really hard for you, um, you can look at like, oh, I've done this before. Like, it for me, one example is, Um, I used to have a really hard time with getting my blood drawn. (laughs) It was like a a very big ordeal. And the more I've done it, it's like, oh, I've done this before. So I know that I can do it. Everything is fine. And, And every time it gets easier. So reflecting on your accomplishments for specific things or just in general, you know, for your self-esteem, like look at all the great things that I've accomplished in the last year or five years or my lifetime. Mm -hmm. so whether it's for something specific that you need like to be like okay I've done this before I can do it or just in general doting on yourself oh yeah I think even thinking about your previous self five years ago and thinking about where you were at in that situation or that time frame in life and if you could go back and tell I know I feel this way if I could go back and tell myself in five years what what I looked like and what I was doing right now I wouldn't be you know, I and know, I think I know. like <laughs> I think that that right there is like, damn, like I am confident because I accomplished so much that I honestly didn't even know I was capable of. I know I reflect on your accomplishments all the time. And, and even like your friends and family, like reflect on them, like say mm-hmm. it to them, help build their self-esteem as well. And thank you. And focus on what what am I good at? Think about the things that you are good at. Everybody is good at multiple things. And sometimes we get really caught up in the world of the things that we need to work on. So it's nice to reflect on, hey, you know what? Look at this list of stuff that I know that I'm really good at. Yeah. So, and don't downplay it. Because yeah. It's yeah, big. Accept the, accept the compliments from yourself and from others. And we also, if you want more on this, you can listen to our episode called Celebrating Your Successes. And that will help you a lot in this area. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Number three is good posture. Um, this was like the first thing that came to my mind. If you're feeling insecure or you need like a quick hit of confidence, 
like right before you do something is your posture. If you are standing tall and proud with your shoulders back and getting a full breath in and out, you're going to feel better instantly. The chemistry is going to change so quickly and it will give you, you know, that feeling if you need that push. Yes. And studies have shown what that does to your brain chemistry. So it's not just a bunch of hoo-ha. <laughs> it actually does work. So I know. And shot. that's such a hard one for me because I, I have struggled with posture. I know like in seventh grade was when it really, you know, I was struggling with confidence and, you know, with friends and things. And it's like, oh, you know, you can't, I always thought I can't talk to older people. Like they're too cool for me. That's something that I had a belief of for a really long time. And that's when my posture really started struggling. It was around seventh grade because of the thoughts I was having. I was naturally like just following that with my body and changing that, like just standing tall is amazing. And if you're feeling insecure, like talking to people, don't fold your arms, just let your arms hang down to your side or put a hand in your pocket. And it, and it instantly helps you feel better about yourself and you know what you're trying to work on or accomplish yep I I went through the same thing junior high age I think mine was a little different reason like I was starting to like develop chest you know yeah I think that too and I was yeah like you feel awkward and odd and and yeah I I've had posture issues as well my mom my whole teenage years was like stand up straight stand up straight you're hunching and now I find myself like I'm very straight you know um yes and that's something that I you know as confidence built so did my posture changed and yeah goes hand in hand yeah I think that a lot like for intention like today I want to have the intention of like being open and feeling confident and feeling good, then you, you've got to start with your posture. Yes. Okay. Number four is develop an equality mentality. So just really viewing yourself and everybody else as equal. Yeah. And just quit comparing yourself. Like we talked earlier, like it's not going to do any good for you. You're starting point is somebody else's end point and vice versa you know so the only person that you need to be better than is yourself yesterday yep yep or even if you're just the same or even if you're worse like just have that grace for yourself like just allowing yourself to feel that you deserve and that you're worthy of being just as good as anybody else and that we're not putting ourselves above people or below people that we're all equal yeah, we're all at different spots and that we can still be equal even though we're at different spots on our journey. Yeah, and nobody is better than you are just because somebody's accomplished, you know, they've gotten their master's degree that doesn't make them any better than you are. You can still be confident in who you are. It's just in a different realm and it's the same, you know, the there's nobody that you can't talk to that's so important. They're so much better than you. There's not. Yeah. I mean, we're I think we're that's all a hard one to to swallow. Like it's it's so easy to think like, oh my gosh, like they are just so successful and they have this and this and that. And, and, you know, I have no value to them. Like I can't talk to them. They, they have no interest in me. That's just not true. No, because if they're viewing you as you have no value, that's something on them because I think we all have something to offer. We all have value. Yeah. A hundred percent. Every, every single person, like we're all equal and, and, just having that in your mind that we're all on the same playing field, we're all even, 
it gives you that extra boost of confidence too. Like, no, I, yeah, I can, I can do things that I put effort and time into and so can they, and it's all good. Yep. Okay. Number five is try things that make you uncomfortable and setting goals. So I think we've talked about, you know, doing things that make you uncomfortable a lot before, like with, you know, fitness and, and your body working out. Um, and even like mentally, emotionally, this falls into all of that. Like whatever it is that's, that you want to feel confident in, push yourself. Yeah. Face your fears. I mean, I know it sounds so easy to do, but even if you start small, like pick apart something big and, and, you know, dwindle it down to something so small, what's the first step to get yourself there, you know? And a question I like to ask myself that's really helped is like, what's the worst that could happen? You know, like if I have to get up and speak in front of people, like I might stumble on my words, like I might have a booger in my nose. Like, who cares? What's you might the start crying and bawling. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing is going to happen. Nothing's going to happen that's so bad that's not going to be able to be, you know, to move forward from. And that you're going to laugh or that's going to help you grow one day. Like, life is all about experience and not taking things so seriously. So, face your yeah. fears and just do it. And we're all like everything that we do, we're all relatable to each other. We all go through so many of the same things that that's a connecting point, you know? So what if things happen? People Mm -hmm. are going to be able to relate to you and just feel that you're real and genuine. And, you know, if, if somebody is not vibing or that you don't like it, then don't be around them. Exactly. Okay. So number six is gratitude. Yes, I think that that's, you know, puts you on the fast track for sure for self-confidence because when you realize what you have and how grateful you are for that, it makes you confident that you're going to receive more because you're being grateful for what you already have. Yeah, 100%. You, the more grateful you are, the more that you will have and whatever, like what you're focusing on is going to grow. Yes. Um, number seven is compliment. So whether you're giving someone a compliment or receiving a compliment, it's very important to to be genuine and graceful in both of those scenarios. Yeah, I know that we had spoke earlier um, before we started recording about this, and this used to be something that I struggled with a lot. Um, And I think it was like kind of came from a place of not wanting to be arrogant, like I told I was taught growing up, you know. Fine line again. (laughs) Yeah, so it was really challenging and difficult when somebody would tell me something like, "Hey, cute outfit." I, instead of saying thank you, would have to be like, oh, well, I got it, you know, for on sale at yada, yada, yada for this much. And yet, and I go into this big old story trying to deflect the compliment. And so that's something that the last few years I've definitely tried to work on was just being graceful about accepting a compliment. And I know that giving them as well has helped out with my confidence too, because it takes a lot of confidence to give somebody a compliment too, because you don't know how they're going to receive it. Yeah. So let's do everybody a favor and start genuinely accepting and receiving compliments and make it easier on everybody. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because when you do that, when you, when somebody works up the confidence to give you a compliment and then you deflect it, you're taking that away from them as well as yourself. You know, you don't know how much it took from them to be able to say that to you. 
yeah, like they're they're looking to connect with you and they're being genuine and saying it and you just squashed it. And it's yes. Like, oh, okay. And then and then they're feeling bad, like, well, geez, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Well, maybe I should believe what you're saying. Like, oh, your hair looks so good today. Well, I haven't oh, it's so greasy and dirty. I haven't washed it in five days and uh, you know. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Are you calling them a liar? Like they, they just said that your hair looks nice. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So let's all be, you know, more appreciative when it comes to receiving compliments. Yes, I love that. Uh, number eight is the people in your circle. So a way to build confidence is to to get those good people in your circle. Yeah, surround yourself with positivity, you know, and I think this one is huge because I think, especially for the younger crowd, um, I know in in the 20s, the, you know, late teens and early 20s, mid 20s, um, friendship seems like it's the center of the universe at that time for most people, you know, and I think that learning to surround yourself with the right people, if you leave, whether it be friends or family, you leave a conversation, you leave a meeting with somebody and you're not feeling good about yourself based upon the energy or whatever was said, I think you need to reevaluate your circle because you should be surrounded by people who are uplifting, who are positive, you know, who do help your self-esteem and your confidence and they're not bringing you down. Yeah. And I think you need to really evaluate that too, because I could see somebody that's having really low self-esteem, really low confidence being in a good group of people, but just not like accepting it, like the compliment thing and just being so in your own world and down on yourself that you're that you're not allowing the good energy and the the people to be uplifting. Mm -hmm. So really reflect on, you know, am I like kind of blocking this from coming in? Or is it really just not there? Mm -hmm. Am I receiving the support that I need? You know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's definitely been times where you get done spending time with somebody. And you just you feel like your energy is gone. Like you just feel like, ugh. Like it just, it's just not a good feeling. And I think we've all experienced that. And that's when you need to reevaluate and really pay attention. When you spend time with certain people, take note. How, how am I feeling? Yep. So, and it's hard, but like we've talked about in past episode two, setting those boundaries, whether it be friends or family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely can be family or people that you've been friends with for a long time or close with, like maybe just back off a little bit and, and beef up the ones who are making you feel that way right now and giving you that support. Yes. Okay. Number nine is your body. Yeah. Taking care of your body is so important. Like how can you feel good and confident about yourself when you are treating it like crap, you're abusing it, you're putting in, you know, bad things into your body each day so taking the time to you know even if it's one banana that day you know and you know that you feel your body was at least one good thing or getting enough sleep or meditating or I mean there's so many things that you can do to treat your body well yeah because I mean the physical part is definitely affecting the inner part and I think it kind of takes precedence in my mind I think if I have things that are that I'm physically not feeling my best and I know that I'm not like doing well for myself, I'm going to go to those things first to try to fix those. And I'm not going to have time for like the inner self. Yeah. And energy for that. 
No, and all of those physical things that you take care of your body directly correlate to your mentality. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's scientifically proven. So take care of your body. Yeah. And if, and if you have excuses, like work them out, figure it out because it's so important. Mm -hmm. Um, and then number 10 is being assertive. Yeah. I think being assertive is just so important because you can stand up for yourself for sure without being defensive. And I think that when you're defensive, it comes from a place of fear. And so therefore, I think when you lack that self-esteem or self-confidence, that that's where that fear is coming from, you know? So just, just learning to be more assertive. Yeah. With other people and with yourself, like all these 10 things that we've listed about how to build confidence be assertive in all of them, be intentional. And, and over time, like if you put in the effort and the time you will get results, whatever it is, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is just making sure that you're, you're taking the time, like things take so much more time than we want to admit, you know, it's not like you practice these 10 things tomorrow and then you're just going to be the most confident person ever by Friday. (laughs) But if it you just, think about it, like it's, it's such a good thing that it takes time because we know that those are going to be lasting results. Like they're going to endure all of those tests that we're going to go through, you know, that test our confidence, that test our self-esteem. And so we know that we're stronger because it didn't happen so quick. We know mm-hmm. that it's a stronger foundation if we're putting in the time and the effort needed. Yep. You're building it brick by brick. Yeah. So enjoy the journey, right? As they say, like, it's okay that it takes time. Yeah. And there's a lot of things here. There's, there's 10 different things. So it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, for sure. So again, to wrap up the episode, if there's anything that you feel like we could directly help you with in fostering your confidence or self-esteem, please don't hesitate to reach out to Heidi or myself. We're always here for anything. Yes. And in the, in the comments on Spotify, there is a question spot that you can put in. The question that we put is what do you want to be more confident in? And maybe we'll pick some of those and do an episode on those specific items. Yep. I would love to do that. So thank you for listening. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you all for listening and yes, improve your confidence. Okay. Thanks for listening. See you next time.